folks welcome into free money football i'm your host ty b we got meerkat stevie and myself ty b here and we're here to break down our best bets of the week here in the nfl it was a crazy uh thursday night game yet again where i don't know i don't know if it was necessarily like the result we uh expected like points wise but it was what we expected uh, in the game. So give us our money on that one. Yeah. But we're on to Sunday. And that's why you got to listen to us on Wednesday as well. Because we bring that bankroll up. But Meerkat, how you feeling as we're heading into Sunday? I'm feeling good, man. You just brought it up. Packers, we hit on the spread. I mean, I know we sprinkled a little on the money line there. It's just a good hit with you know big odds there's some juice fading the public heading into sunday i'm not sure how you guys did today i kind of laid low taking my winnings rolling into sunday ready to fire away we got some good bets today that's for sure absolutely and stevie i know you've been all over this underdog trend in the nba we're heading into sunday morning here for everybody when we post this it's late saturday night how you feeling about that trend and how you feeling about the NFL today? I mean, the underdogs have been good to me. They were up eight units going into Saturday. We'll see how Saturday night ends up because I got a lot of NBA, a lot of college football pending. But I'm feeling good. I actually have a couple underdogs in the NFL I really like this week. Two teams that I don't really think should be underdogs. So stay tuned to find out who they are. Yep, absolutely. So let's hop right into it for the Sunday slate. And I'm going to get it started with my first play of the day. And it just literally count contradicts every like fiber of my being, everything that I would ever want to do with my life. And that is the Jets plus 11 and a half. <laughs> we talked about this and we, we talked about how – uh, this line is even bigger against the Colts next week. And like, it's kind of suspicious to me. It's only moved one point since we talked about it on Wednesday evening. And that makes me even more worried about it for Bengals betters. I think this feels like a game where the Jets cover for whatever reason, this defense decides to play this week, not last week when I picked them up in fantasy to spot gap for me, uh, but this week to screw me over. Um, but that's going to be my first play as much as I absolutely hate it. That's why I'm getting it out there. The first <laughs> one, not my most confident, but I feel like it's a play that, that I have to give out because I feel like it's something that's going to happen because of the lines and the way everything has gone the past few weeks, Meerkat. Yeah, I mean that that play, ballsy. I love it. Scares scares me. I'm playing it safe with my first play, and I don't even know if it's that safe. I'm a little uneasy about it. I'm going with the Buccaneers and the Chargers money line parlay at about plus one fifteen right now. And both teams, the spreads are sauce straight up. I I don't like the spreads. I don't like the numbers not moving. But I do like both of these teams to win. The Saints haven't done anything since that abnormality of a win over Green Bay in week one, which I've already said didn't count. We're not counting that. We'll discredit it with all of your betting, you know, going forward because, you know, Green Bay showed that game was just whatever. And 
you know, the Bucks an insane amount of money on them right now. The public's on them. The Sharps are on them. All of the money is on them. This is a everybody in the world is on this play type game, and that's what really scares me. And then the Chargers. I mean, Justin Herbert's not the same quarterback he was last year when they lost forty five nothing to the Belichick and the Pats. I mean, you've seen him what he's been doing. He's an MVP caliber type player. Like he's an incredible quarterback. And he wants his revenge. He might have the chance to. I know the Chargers are dealing with some injuries, and their run defense is bad. And the one thing the Patriots can do is run. But if, you know, Herbert's arm can outlast the chunt combo and other good rushing combos they've already played, I think he's going to be fine against Damian Harris. Yep, absolutely possible. Stevie, what's your first play? What are you looking at? So I'm going to go with the dog for my first one, and I'm taking the Panthers plus three at the Falcons. This is pretty simple for me. The Falcons don't deserve to be favored by three to anyone, and the reason they're favored in this game is because they beat up the Dolphins and the Jets the past two weeks. They didn't even beat them up. It was close games. They were both one-possession games, and now you have the Panthers coming in who have the second-best pass defense in the NFL, and that's the only thing the Falcons' offense can do. Yes, Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley have been pretty good the past couple weeks, but the Falcons can't run. They're the sixth worst rush offense in the NFL. And if they can't throw against Carolina, they're not going to be able to ride Mike Davis and Cordero Patterson the whole game. So I like the Panthers' defense to kind of win this game for them. I know Sam Darnold has played bad, but I think this is a much easier matchup for him. And if you look at the Falcons, you know, resume too, their wins this year are against the Giants, the Jets, and the Dolphins. Combined 4-16 and 16 record. They really haven't played anyone. I don't think the Panthers are as bad as those three teams. Really, outside of how bad Darnold's played, the Panthers have been a solid team. Besides that, I think their defense wins some of this game. I love getting points, so give me the three points with the Panthers. I also don't hate the money line either in that game. I'm going to bounce right off of that and just give it out then because I got the the Panthers money line down here. I'm going straight up money line with it. We said it on Wednesday. The line doesn't make sense. The Falcons don't deserve to be favored in this game. Everybody's overreacting to Darnold getting benched last game. I mean, they already said he's coming into this game as the starter. As much as I'd love to see P.J. Walker, we're not getting it. And so Darnold's playing for his job with a favorable matchup right now. And, you know, like you said, the Panthers haven't been that bad outside of him where they started the season hot. It's not like they were just beating up on people, but they got a good win over the Saints. They lost but played really tough to the Cowboys and Vikings as well. This is a team that hasn't really quit beyond last week's game, so I'm not riding too heavy on that. When you look at the numbers, too, 32% of the Panthers bets are on the Panthers' money line but that has over 64% of the handle right now. So it's a big sharp play coming in. Fuck the public. I'll ride with the sharps this week and Panthers defense good against tight ends who Kyle Pitts has been blowing up this past few weeks. They're only allowing 48 yards per game and three total touchdowns so far this year to tight ends. So pretty good matchup there for one of the Falcons biggest assets. Yep. I know Meerkat skipped me, but it doesn't matter. This one right here is absolute free money. Because I'm looking at Cooper Cup, and what am I looking at? Anytime touchdown. It's still only minus 150. He's There's only been two out of seven weeks he hasn't scored a touchdown this week. That's why you got to play it. I mean, I mean, this man is on pace to put up the best season out of any wide receiver all time in fantasy football. So if he can continue the pace he's on, and do the things he's doing against a Houston Texans defense that is one of the most porous that we've seen in a long time. If any time he's going to score a touchdown, 
have another good day. It's going to be against Houston Texans. So let's keep it going. Stevie, Meerkat skipped me. So I'm going right to you again. So you gave out one Ram to score. I'm going to give out the other. Daryl Henderson, anytime touchdown is minus 111 right now. That's basically even money, and I think it's free. The Texans have allowed 12 rushing touchdowns this year in the seven games, and every week they've allowed a rushing touchdown since week one when they played the Jaguars. Henderson this year has five touchdowns in six weeks, and the biggest thing for me too is I think the Rams are going to blow out the Texans, which means there'll be a lot of running in this game. And everyone was worried about how Sony Michelle would cut into Henderson's workload earlier this year. Even I was. But in the last four weeks since Henderson's returned for injury, he's out carrying him 67 carries to 24 carries in those four weeks. And that includes the blowout win for the Rams. So I really think that Henderson's going to be the guy for the majority of this game. If the game gets really out of hand, yeah, he'll get pulled late in the fourth quarter. But in order for it to get out of hand, the Rams have to score a lot of points. How you can score points? with touchdowns, and just give me the workhorse on the Rams to score against this really bad Houston Texans run defense. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely, and Meerkat, you're not messing up that order this time. I'm getting it right back into it. So I'm going with Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown, and that's plus 140 on this one. He scored touchdowns um, of rushing in three of seven weeks so far and when he's done so two of those weeks he's had multiple rushing touchdowns so it's not like he just you know does it for fun like he's put him up like it's a regular part of this offense they want him to rush the ball a little bit because it helps expand things for him and when he's doing that well it helps um what he's doing in the passing game you have guys like Devontae smith you have to get more involved in this game you have to hope jalen rager can get more involved but what what Jalen Hurts knows most, what he trusts most, is his legs, and he's going to go to him. I expect a rushing touchdown at some point in that game. Meerkat, now you can go. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to skip you there. I was just going to bring up it's insane how Coop's receiving totals at 95 and a half. It's still stupid. This week. It's, it's stupid. Ins- we insanity. thought it was going to be 100, but 90 yeah, is still I, crazy. Still we weren't ridiculous. far off, but yeah, that's just absolutely insane for an over-under. And for Cooper Cup to just blow up out of nowhere, which <laughs> not like it's out of nowhere. He's been great. But yeah. with Stafford, the breakfast boys, they eat breakfast yeah. together every day. They're just absolutely eating. My next play, going with another weird little teaser thingy. Why not? I'm going with the Browns plus two, and then Cleveland Pittsburgh under 48 and a half. It's a six point, uh, six point same game teaser minus 120 there. And I know people are starting to buy into the Steelers a bit after you know wins over Geno Smith banged up Petty B. Uh, it's just I'm not buying into them at all. Najee's great, sure, but the Browns' run defense is very good. It's the second best in the league right now, allowing just 80.4 yards per game, and the Steelers' offensive line is awful. I love the Browns' front seven to cause some chaos against them. Big Ben, I know he's looked good last week, but again, it was against a bad defense, a bad team overall right now, which I hate to say about the Seahawks, but they're bad. Um yeah. And it's just a great matchup for Cleveland, who is a little banged up, but I think they can grind this game out. And that's why I like the under, too, because you're going to see a lot of carries. You're going to see Chubb. You're going to see some Dearness Johnson because no Hunt, obviously, and Chubb might not be 100%. Baker still a little banged up, but just harp on that offensive line all the time. That's all you need. That offensive line is intact. They'll keep things moving, but I like this to be a nice grind of a game. I like Cleveland to come out on top, and I like the under, even though I don't take totals. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you gave out your teaser. I'll give out mine. And it's a little, it's not a fun teaser because you're taking two big spreads. You're just making them a little less. We're going with the Bills, Rams, both teased down to minus nine and a half, six point teaser here. It's right at like minus 115. This is pretty simple for me. I think the Bills are going to dominate the Dolphins. I'm fine laying their, you know, the full juice on their spread anyways, but I might as well take them in the teaser with the Rams and get a better number. The Bills, last six games they played the Dolphins, they're 6-0. and Five of their wins have been by 10 points or more with an average win margin of 20 points per game. They're coming off a bye after a tough loss. They're, you know, they lost where the Titans, it was their Super Bowl. And now the Bills, they get to play a team that they have dominated since Josh Allen's been there. He owns Miami. I don't see the Miami offense doing anything on this Bills defense, which ranks first in the NFL in basically everything. The Dolphins average 18 points a game, which is fourth worst in the NFL. And on the other side of the ball, the Bills offense, yeah, it's pretty good too. Second most points a game, right around 34. And then you got the Rams-Texans. I mean, this Texans team just looks defeated without Tyrod Taylor. In their last five games, four of them, they've scored single-digit points. They've lost by 10 or more in five of their last six. And this Rams defense, after getting kind of shocked by the Cardinals, has been back to the Rams defense we knew and we loved last year. They've allowed less than 20 in their last three weeks. They're playing really good, you know, forcing three and outs. And, I don't see Davis Mills moving the ball on this Rams defense. I don't see the Texans defense stopping the Rams offense. You know, mm-hmm. 16 and a half is or 15 and a half is a lot to lay for both teams right around 60 points. I'd expect it to be even close to 17 by the time Sunday morning rolls around. But I'm gonna tease it down both to under 10. I love both teams at minus nine and a half, and it's hey, it's like an even bet. Absolutely. So let's hop into this Bills game a little bit deeper here. Meerkat, you brought up Cups receiving totals at 90. Well, Stefan Diggs is at 86 and a half right now, which feels a little bit high when you look at um, in the terms of production for Cup compared to Stefan Diggs. So that's why I'm looking the complete opposite way of Stefan Diggs. I'm looking at Cole Beasley right now. I think there's a good opportunity on Cole Beasley this week with his over-under at 50.5 receiving yards. I think Cole Beasley is going to be the target in this one to open things up big time because when you're looking at a defense like Miami, you have a couple decent corners on the outside with Xavier Howard um, and such. So if you're going to try to lock guys up like uh, Stephon Diggs, which you're going to have to do to slow this uh, this Bills offense down, Cole Beasley is going to be able to get open in the slot. So I like Cole Beasley big time in this game. 50 and a half yards is something he can very easily do. He's done it multiple times this season already. And we already know Josh Allen loves throwing to Cole. And after that big um, Halloween party they just had, I think chemistry is at an all-time high, boys. Mm-hmm. Meerkat, what are you yeah. looking at right now I'm gonna, for your next play? Oh, I like the Cole play, too, because there's rumors about trading him <laughs> and stuff right now. And I know whatever on social no. media, and he's been quiet the past few weeks. But you're not trading Cole Beasley right now. <laughs> right. He's due for a breakout game. It's a scheme game. thing. It's a scheme Exactly, thing exactly. And this is the week now, too, with Dawson Knox. The offense is going to shift more. You're going to see a lot more five, four receiver sets this week, I bet. Cole Beasley eats in those playing in that slot. But I'll dive more into this Bills game. I'm going Josh Allen over 29 and a half rushing yards in this one. You know, we 
we've been seeing some good design runs for Josh Allen this year, and he's been consistently going over this number. The only two games he has it were Washington, where he only had four carries against a good front seven, and then Tennessee, you know, last game where he was three short. He doesn't slip. Who knows if he breaks that? In seven matchups versus the Dolphins in his career, he averages almost six carries for 54 yards of game. Averaging over nine a rushing attempt, he only hasn't gone over this twice against the Dolphins. Once he got four carries, and once was a Week 17 blowout. He probably shouldn't have even been in the game. Yeah, I mean, I can never complain about a Josh Allen prop. Josh Allen dominates the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm giving my player prop. I've been giving this guy out every week. Kind of like Ty Beats Hunter Renfro. I'm just going to take Jamar Chase every week until they adjust these numbers. It's now a little higher now. His receiving yards is 77 and a half, but I love it against this Jets pass defense that allows 291 yards per game. I mean, they're going to get shredded by Burrow, and I expect the Jets to somehow stay in this game. I, I like Ty's pick of plus 11, so that means the Bengals are still going to throw. It's not going to be a game where they just – you know, run it the entire time. I think Chase can expose this Jets secondary, and look at what Chase has done in the last three weeks. He's averaging over 150 yards per game, with his lowest total being 97 yards. And on the season now, he's up to 107.7 yards per game, which would shatter the rookie receiving record. I think Jamar Chase, until you know, they adjust the lines to respectable numbers. I'm just going to keep taking it. 77 and a half is still too low for me, especially against this Jets secondary. Give me that all day. Oh, I don't even want to talk about this last pick that I have. But Oh, no. I don't want to talk about that either. <laughs> I, I think I have to do it, boys. Geno Smith is not the cover machine that everyone thinks he is. I think he's 7-0 his last seven starts against the spread. Eh, 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 Lee Corso, not so fast, fellas. Money line, Jacksonville Jaguars right now, plus 165. I hope it'll be even juicier when you guys watch this video. I'm going with the Jaguars money line just because everyone's seeing that. They're putting out this graphic everywhere. Bleacher Report betting. This blah, blah, blah betting. Everyone's putting that graphic out there. Guess what? Joe Public, everybody knows now. That's why you have to fade him. We know right now Vegas has been beat the last three weeks. You have to fade the public. This is the perfect game to do so where people think, oh, Gino's still going to cover. It doesn't matter how bad you know, the, that Seahawks defense is, oh, they're still going to keep you to a, a low amount of points, and Gino's going to do just enough to cover. Eh, 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 not so fast. Trevor Lawrence is going to figure things out, and he's going to get the win in Seattle. Meerkat, I don't give a finna. That's the play. <laughs> What's your last one? Oh, man, I'm not sure if I can, uh, you know, sign off on betting with Urban Meyer, but – I love the enthusiasm, Ty. You got to do what you got to do. But my my next play, my last one, another player prop. Why not? Because I've been doing well on the props this year. Just haven't really been giving them out. Kind of a weird one, too. Mo Ali Cox over 20 and a half receiving yards. 
you look at him, he's been heavily involved with the offense, you know, the past four weeks. He has four touchdowns, and he has more catches than Jack Doyle, who weeks one and two, Doyle had eight combined catches. Then weeks three through five, he only had three catches. The past two games, zero catches. He's completely fallen out of Wentz's favor, and Frank Reich is rewarding the veteran Mo Cox with more playing time, more packages. He's gone over this number each of the four weeks, and I like Wentz to have a big game. I like the Colts tomorrow. Mo Cox should be involved. 20 and a half is almost nothing. And, you know, the signs are kind of pointing to me. I accidentally auto-drafted him in me and Ty's uh, <laughs> Dynasty League, and it turns out yeah. it was actually a great value pick when I look back on it. Then it I really see his was. autograph pulled twice for the first <laughs> time in my life. Never seen a Mo Cox autograph in, like, the same day. The signs are pointing to me. The numbers just make sense. I love Mo Cox tomorrow, boys. Yeah, he low-key gets a decent amount of burn for them, and he's gotten more burn as the season's gone on. And we yeah. just drafted that league recently, so that actually goes to your benefit. Like you said, that's why it's more of a value uh, pickup, like you said. But, Stevie, what are you looking at as your last play? <sighs> so you know how they say save the best for last. I'm doing the complete opposite. We're saving oh, that's the that's worst how I from last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am plugging my nose for this one. This one stinks. Bears plus four. Home against the 49ers. The Bears are just, when you bet on the Bears, you don't, you're like, why did I put that wager in? Why Why did I bet on this team? You watch the Bears offense, you want to kick yourself. But the Bears defense has surprisingly been very good at home. They're allowing only around 18 points per game. They've stayed competitive in every game, despite their offense being incompetent in all three of those games. And they only allow a little under 100 rushing yards per game in their home games, which that's the 49ers offense. It's run the ball and then hope to give it to Debo Samuel and let him, you know, make three guys miss. That's really all they have. And the 49ers haven't been a really good team. They've lost, you know, their last four games. Their offense just doesn't look very good with Jimmy G. Trey Lance is far away. And I know Fields played terrible, and he's played bad the past couple weeks. And the Bears just got absolutely crushed by the Buccaneers. But who is going to look and say, hey, I want to willingly bet on the Bears this week? No one wants to willingly bet on the Bears. I think this is a spot where they can get that classic, you know, tough home win. They actually, you know, beat the Bengals at home earlier this year. People forget about it. They slowed that offense down. I think the Bears kind of do the same against the 49ers. I hate this pick. I might actually take a money line, too. I hate that even more. But give me the Bears. I mean, it's the exact same thing as my play. It's just like at some point you see a dog (laughs) and you see it barking and you're like, I Dogs are always that. barking. You just got to know which ones. <laughs> yeah, you got to know what Favorite dog to pat and what dog because some dogs are going to some dogs are going to bite you and some mm-hmm. dogs oh, yeah. are going to nuzzle right up to you and you got to get on the right ones and that's exactly what we're here for. Jags and Bears biting tomorrow. Parlay. Hey. Parlay, please. That's going to be like plus like it might be plus 420, Stevie. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> it might be exactly. We'll see what it is. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out exactly when we're done. But, folks, make sure you get those bets in. Make sure you do whatever you got to do. Get that for your money. But first, make sure you hit the thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you guys retweet and like all the stuff from Degenerate Zone. Meerkat has the doubt of the day. Just hit over 200 wins. It's still up over 15 units. 
up over 30 wins. It's incredible. Stevie's got a ton of plays. He's given out all the time, even when we're not giving out NFL plays. Stevie's got a ton of other stuff. And like we said, with those underdogs, he's been crushing in the NBA. So make they're sure barking. you guys – Oh, they're barking. Exactly. He's got the dogs that are barking. So make sure you guys keep paying attention. We got tons of stuff for you guys. So like I said, get out there. Go hammer the creek. Go hammer your books. Call them in. Text them in. Do whatever you got to do. Go get that free money. Good night now.